0: you're here to make a difference, it's our job to help you do that. Welcome to the Impact Driven Entrepreneur Podcast, the podcast that helps you to build a thriving coaching company by becoming a thriving, impactful CEO. We do that through the impact formula methodology. And what this means is that you're going to be selling out your offers, scaling beyond one-on-one into group programs and leveraging a team so that you can exponentially increase your income and slash your work week. It's time to experience the true income impact and freedom you deserve. Welcome back. Today we are chatting with one of my friends, clients, and amazing stories that you are going to hear. Stephanie Shuttler, she is a wildlife biologist and she is a content creator online and an entrepreneur. And today we're gonna be chatting about her story, some of the things that she went through on her journey and some takeaways that you can implement into your own business so that you can get more clients and raise your revenue. Let's dig right in. Welcome.
1: Hi, I'm so happy to be here.
0: Yeah. I'm so happy to have you. So tell us where you were at before you started coaching with me and being inside of our programs.
1: I would describe myself as a hot mess. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's where I was. I, so I'm doing something very new in, in this area. So I am trained as a wildlife biologist and I started a blog several years ago, really liked doing the blog. I was talking about my research and wildlife and educating people. And then I also talked about my career as well and some of the struggles in terms of finding permanent work. And I was also interested in doing stuff with kids as well. When I was doing my research, I actually worked alongside teachers. So we incorporated the research that I was doing in classrooms. So I had all these different like things I'm interested in, and I'm still interested in all these different things, but I was working on them all at once and I didn't know which direction to go in. So they were all working, not working well enough. And I really wanted to do this full time. And I just didn't really have any models to go off of. I I was in the entrepreneurial courses. I learned about launching and everything like that, but I just felt, I just didn't have a good sense of direction. I wasn't sure if what I was doing was right, was working. I knew to a certain extent it wasn't working, but it was like, do I keep working on this one thing and fix it? Or is this just not working at all? Do I completely abandon it? So I was just very lost and confused.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think I remember actually wanting to book one of the things for the kids, for my kids, because it was like around Mm -hmm. quarantine time. So it was about one year ago. You've been in the program for one year. So one year ago, which is so interesting to see where you've come. So excited to share that with everybody. So what made you decide to hire us and have us help you with your, with, I guess, Basically, the problem was like the direction of your business and where you wanted to take things to get to being full time in this. So, what made you decide to hire us?
1: So, I found you through a Facebook group, and somebody I think was asking about making their VA like produce. And you commented that like, your VAs produce three to four X. And I had heard that before in one of my other courses I'm a part of and i understood the principle of it but i didn't quite understand how to get it to work with more intangible things like 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 keeping track of facebook likes how does that translate into three times the salary so i was intrigued by that and i commented so we started having a private message and you offered to to chat with me and i was very intrigued and when we talked i was just blown away by the things that that you shared me just not even we we actually I don't even think we actually talked about virtual assistants that much I think we just talked about like the direction and the the processes and I didn't have any processes in place and and yeah actually so that did have to do with a virtual assistant that I did not know how to train them I I wasn't training them in an effective way and you just, I say this a lot in my career, you don't know what you don't know. And you showed me your computer and like all these different things you had. And I'm not from a business world either. Like even talking about onboarding, I'm like, I was onboarded on, in Starbucks <laughs> like over <laughs> 20 years ago. That was it. That was the only thing I was ever onboarded on. So. And so
0: you had one go at being onboarded, right? You probably had yeah. no idea you were even being onboarded. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I had like... no idea. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, I had no structure to my business and I was just yeah, I was just like, this is really, I, I need this. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So it was, I think what I'm hearing you say is like, it was understand or seeing that you didn't have things in place that would allow you to even utilize that VA properly. Mm-hmm. Um, okay.
1: Yeah. I, th- I think I was, and I was like this for a long time. I was so fixated on making money because I'm going through a divorce and I was doing my blog full time because I had the support of my ex's salary. So I didn't have to worry about money, but I was very unhappy in the marriage. So I decided to leave and I all of a sudden had to make money on my own. And so one of the reasons in addition, because I loved it was also, I had a really hard time finding a job. And that's what I talk about in, in my, my career mentoring is that I wasn't trained for the job I wanted. I was trained for a different job. So I couldn't get the jobs that I wanted and the jobs that I qualified for, they're pretty few and far between. I really didn't want to move. So yeah. And I just, I loved what I was doing so much. I didn't want to go back and I knew it would be going to be hard to find a job, but I didn't want to work for somebody else. I really loved what I was was doing. So yeah, I was really focused on, 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 okay, how do I make money as fast as possible so I can be on my own, but I didn't really take the time to like slow down and figure things out and really understand. I thought I knew my audience, but then once I started talking to them, like I remember you talked to me, you're like, you're like interview your audience. And I was like, know them. Like, (laughs) and I learned so much from talking to people. So just like really taking the time to slow down and fully understand like what you're doing, who you're helping, what they need, all, all those things.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So when you joined our program, what was it like? So I just want to contrast this because I I get so often and I know you've been in some of these programs. We often hear, oh my God, it's going to be this ginormous group. I'm going to be one in a million people. I will never get to speak to the coach. So like contrast that with like how it was in our program.
1: Yeah. So it's not like that at all. The very first call I showed up and I think there were like maybe seven or 10 people on the call. And I think everyone got a chance to talk that wanted to talk. Yeah. It was, it was very, you were very accessible. That's something that I also really liked because like you mentioned, I was part of these courses. So I knew what to do, but I had no one to ask my personal questions to like, I'm stuck here. Like which direction should I go? And then also just the mentoring too, the, the mindset several major times when I was like, I don't know if I can do this. (laughs) I'm doing it wrong. This is not right for me. And you didn't talk me out of it, but you talked me through things and what do I really want and, and help me see that, that, yeah, this, this is what I really want. And also the things I'm telling myself are not true. They're just stories that I'm telling myself. So, yeah. So for you, it was really, honestly, it was like having a one-on-one coach. I I felt like, I don't even feel like it was group mentoring and the group mentoring is great though, because again, you don't know what you don't know. So others ask questions that you're like, what's that? Oh, I need that. And then you, you grow from that. But yeah, I felt like all of my questions were answered and I, I always had access to you.
0: Yeah. And that's like really important to me because Mm -hmm. that is not always the experience online. So thank you for sharing that. Okay. So what are some of the results? So we talked about where you started, what does your business look like now? And, And what are some of the results either tangible or intangible that you experienced in the last year?
1: hmm So I, I was selling courses. I think I had two launches before, two and a half-ish launches. So I was selling a program, but it wasn't that expensive. It was, I think the first time, maybe $197. And the second time I did raise the price a lot to about $500, but I was having problems selling it. And then I sold a video series from the course afterwards. And my audience, I, I had this you know, story in my head that my audience does not make a lot of money. And there is some truth to that. We have low salaries in our field, but people will prioritize. They will spend money where they want to, if they really want somebody. I actually was talking to somebody who was thinking about taking a $3,000, like they thought it was a training trip. I, I don't think it really would have trained them that much. And then when I talked about my course prices, they're like, I can't afford that. So I did learn that and people have unlimited learning or income potential. So there's so much you can do on your own. But anyway, back to, I had sold to students, but I would say like maybe 20 or something like that. And then uh, I just was really convinced that I couldn't go high ticket, but. What
0: were you charging for those roughly?
1: The the last time I charged it was $4.95 before I joined you. And I only Uh sold, I sold three of them. Okay. And then the time before I made the same amount about 1500 and I think I had 12 students. So So
0: it was almost like a ceiling too. You were really stuck at that Mm -hmm. like 1500. Yeah. Even increasing the price. Cause obviously if you had that many more students, but you were making, right. You had already increased the price.
1: Yeah, so it definitely wasn't enough to live off of after I paid my BA and all <laughs> in of my the US. Costs right. <laughs> and <stuff>. Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah, so I was getting students, but and I also was convinced I couldn't do higher ticket items or higher price items, but you mentioned that was the fastest way to get to financial independence. So I I did have, again, these alternate routes I really wanted to pursue, but this is the one that I was investing a lot into in terms of developing it. And it just seemed like the easiest thing to help people with. There was the most need for it. And I knew that audience the best too. Like with the kids thing, I didn't know parents that I didn't know what their struggles were. So I decided to go all in on that. And I offered a $2,000 course and, and I sold it and I could I really couldn't believe it. The first time I sold it, I was like, (laughs) oh my God. And yeah, so now I have, I sold 22 now so far And my last, I've been doing more launches. I did an email launch last time and I sold 10. So it was a $20,000 launch and that was unbelievable to me. Honestly, it was a dream of mine to say 10K months and 20K months. So yeah, so I've changed a lot. And
0: I've grown Yay. a lot. Oh my gosh. That's so amazing. So you went from $1,500 launches to $20,000 launches. Mm-hmm. Is that Yeah. Oh my gosh. I don't think we've ever really talked about that number, which just makes me want to cry. <laughs> but, okay. That's amazing. So What are some of the things that have changed, right? Like for you, like, how do you feel? Have you said it was a dream of yours. So what are some things that are possible now? How is life different? I'm
1: just much more confident in my abilities And in my program, part of the reason why I think I got the $20,000 launch is because I saw results from my students. So that made me really confident to be like, yes, this is really worth your money. You will make it back with your results, with all the clarity, with getting your job soon. So it increased my confidence a lot. Sorry. What was the question again? (laughs)
0: Yeah. How else has your life changed? changed? You're making some big changes in your life too.
1: Yeah, so uh, I am. I'm more financially independent now. I was having to rely on on my dad, honestly, to help me out financially. So I'm really close to being financially independent. I have a plan, and I'm on track for my plan to make a dream number this year. And yeah, I, I just totally feel confident that I could do can do it because I've seen, like I said, I've seen results from my students and. I know what I do works and I've talked to so many people too, and they are not getting what they need from college too. That's another Mm -hmm. thing. So I know I'm providing something that they're not getting at all.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it like has even strengthened your belief in the product and like what your, Mm -hmm. like your mission and what the business is there to do. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because they go through college thinking, they're going to get a job right away and they don't realize they are, they're going to have to volunteer. I, I really don't think they can get a job without volunteering to get experience. And then often they have to take these temporary jobs and they're just, they're just not taught how to compete either. They're not taught how to rate resumes for this field. So many people, I just asked to see their resume and I'm like, I totally understand why you're not getting jobs because they're just not explaining their resume, why they're an excellent candidate for the position. Even if they are qualified, they're not explaining it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. So why has it been important for you to help these people? It feels like you keep coming back to like really helping these people and the mission that you have, right? Because you're impactor of an impact driven entrepreneur. So, what has been, how has that, can you talk a little bit about that experience?
1: It's been so rewarding to help these people because I know exactly how they feel. I went through that. Like, we choose this career knowing we're not doing it for the money. We know we're not going to make, that was never our dream to be a millionaire or even to make six figures. We just wanted to make a salary. That was comfortable and you go through this thinking you're going to get a job and then nobody tells you at the end how hard it is and it's, it's almost like a bait and switch or like a like you're tricked into it and i don't think it's intentional i think that just the professors are out of touch with what the job market i think it has changed so much So myself having gone through that pretty recently and knowing what it's like out there, it's, oh, this is what I wish people had told me. This is what I wish people had trained me in. And I'm a weirdo in that I do writing cover letters and and (laughs) resumes. And when I was first starting out, there was, there was nothing out there about my field and the, on the internet, it was like the the earlier days of the internet. So I would go to monster.com and like, look at resume examples, which were all for business. So I learned how to adapt it to my field. So I was pretty good at that. But then when I wasn't getting jobs, I realized it was because I didn't have that direct experience. So yeah, it was really painful for me to go through all of these years of getting a PhD and then be done and find out you're still not qualified for jobs and you're Mm -hmm. still, you're still not good enough, but you didn't do anything wrong. It's just that you're, you're not getting the right experience for the job you're applying for. So if I can get them early and say, okay, think about the, now, like decide now what job you want, because a, a lot of us, we just go through the process and then think, oh, I'll take this job over here and this job over here. But you're like competitive for nothing if you're general. Mm-hmm. So, really look, I tell them look at the jobs now, pick the jobs you want now, and train for those jobs. So they are getting the things that they need. They're not surprised at all if they're missing
0: a skill or a critical experience or anything like that. Mm-hmm. That's so awesome. It sounds like you're able to really make a difference for these people in terms of like their entire, basically working profession and where mm-hmm. their the trajectory of their life is going to go. And I think too, like just the idea of bridging the gap for somebody who's so underemployed, right? Like a lot of your people are have PhDs and are working in Starbucks. Mm -hmm. So I think that's just an enormous impact and just a really amazing thing that you get to help people to actually be in the career that they want to be in. So that's awesome. Yeah.
1: And I I genuinely care about them and what they want. Like I tell them if they go through my program and they decide wildlife biology is not for them, I will still support them and help Mm -hmm. them and with, I had an Instagram post the other day about how, what your research topic is really important and it sets up the trajectory for your job. And somebody commented that they get pushed all the time into doing a PhD by their professors. And most people shouldn't get a PhD, honestly. And most jobs, a lot of, or I wouldn't, I don't know most. Yeah. I would actually say most don't require PhDs. So they're like, they're pushing you into the system. That's not going to get you what you want.
0: Mm, Yeah. Yeah. I can see where that like false band switch would come in right Mm -hmm. there. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Yeah. So what has going through this program, really transforming your own business, being able to help these people, how has that set you up for the next stage of your business?
1: It's helped me. It's helped set up the stage because I'm just, I'm really confident moving forward that piece again, but I think really the thing about your program was all of learning how to create systems and and processes in my business. And again, stop worrying about the money. Like I think one time I asked you a question, you're like, do you want to make money now? Or do you want to create, do you just want like a quick dollar? Or do you want to create a system that works and that is functioning in the long run? And it's, oh, I want to create a system that works.
0: So understanding
1: the importance of just having things in place and running my business like a business not like a It's only me and another virtual assistant so it's not like I'm in this big company or anything <laughs> but when we're in this field I think a lot of us like our identities are blended with our jobs and you're like a solopreneur and and so you're just used to doing everything yourself and then you involve another VA but you're not doing it like a business. You're just like, okay, here, do some tasks for me. And like really thinking about what is the most efficient way to do this? If this person all of a sudden quits or gets sick or can't help me, like how am I, like you said, how would you, you can train somebody off the street who has no experience in this. That's what you should be able to do. And, and setting up your business so that you can sell it and someone else can run it—not that's what we want to do—but to have all those systems and structures in place. So really doing that stuff and and actually enjoying it too. I never thought I would enjoy that stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, that I do now. Yeah, and I think too one thing that you said in a recent call that I think is really important is with the time management. Like when you went back, I think it was like your second or third time going through the time management section. But I think so often, like we, we go through something and we understand it at a very superficial level, but the more that we get practice with it and then we review it again, we understand at a completely different level, the second, third time, have you had, I guess you want to share anything about those types of experiences with some of the content in particular?
1: Yeah, learning to manage my thoughts and my my brain and I had actually done a lot of work on that. So I thought I was far along, but I still had a lot to learn from you, especially when it came to to working for myself. Like I have always been good at motivating myself. I didn't need motivation, but I would do this thing where I would work all day. And I have some health issues where I would get fatigued in the middle of the day. So I would sometimes take naps and then feel like I'm behind and then working into the night. So I was working like all day, but not getting stuff done like I should be. And just understanding like my approach to my schedule, my brain, just thinking about it and then actually the actual structure behind it and just learning the value of the discipline and not like a, it's, oh, you have to get this done, but like associating it with freedom. Actually, I think in, in one of your program or one of your webinars, you say that schedule equals freedom. And I was like, oh my God, I've never, because I always thought well oh, schedule, you have to follow the strict schedule. But I was like, oh, if I follow the schedule, that means I have time off in the evening to do whatever I want or on the weekends. But just those mental switches about different things, money mindset as well has been huge. But yeah, just learning how to manage my brain and
0: those thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. That's like a lot of it, isn't it? And yeah. It's never over. I've shared with yeah. you, like I'm changing a lot of things in my business. Like it's required a whole other level, right. Of the same process. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So. And even like one of the, the courses you talked about, if you just based on the statistics, if you make nothing your first i think it was your first couple of years if you break even that's good compared to mm-hmm. most businesses yeah and i was like wow because i always thought it was like i was doing horrible because you listen to these podcasts and everyone's like i had a hundred thousand dollar launch if i like not really doing that much but mm-hmm. but yeah you learn that maybe they got a hundred thousand dollars but they probably spent a lot of money to profit
0: what what was the profit but i think mm-hmm. um in those first two years like what you're learning is so much more valuable than the money. If you're willing to take the lesson. And I think that that's the key, right. Is you didn't waste two years. It's only Mm -hmm. wasted. If you don't apply what you learned,
1: because then like you you don't do things right. And you become an even hotter mess and then Mm -hmm. you have to fix it all and, and yeah, slow down and get those structures in place.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Is there anything else that you think would be helpful for others who might be watching?
1: Just just that the program has changed me so much. Like I look back on, I'm a big journaler and I take courses and I looked back like a year ago and I'm like a different person. Just my the way i think about things what i was afraid of uh, just how much i believed in myself and i've always been a confident person like i've given a tedx talk i've given tons of public speeches i know um yeah know. you're on
0: the history channel is that <laughs> oh, yeah, wait, I'm what on is the channel
1: history, i'm on the
0: history <laughs> and science channel so i don't it's have literally on tv <laughs> something i would never go anywhere near so
1: but but yeah, I I think actually it's more about like the knowing like like before it was like okay I'm going to try to get to twenty thousand or I'm going to believe that I'm going to have a twenty thousand dollar launch but there was I don't know there's part of me that like just doesn't believe it and like rejects it so mm-hmm. detaching from the outcome and just a- honestly focusing on the the audience that's actually what really helped me too like making my customers really happy. And uh, in knowing that it was a service for them, that if they enrolled in my program, it was the best thing for them. That actually really changed my perspective. So I was not just selling them to make money that I was really changing their lives. So I started thinking about that. And if I was their age and in their situation, how much my life would have changed. Mm -hmm. And, and yeah, so I realized, yeah, what I was doing was the best thing for
0: them. That's, that's what really helped. Love it. Thank you so much. Where can people find you? Let's say they have a friend, family member, or themselves that needs help in the wildlife career. Where can they find you?
1: You can just go to fancyscientist.com and that's my website. You'll find all my social links. I'm everywhere. If you send me messages, I'll respond. Yeah. It's the easiest way to find me. I'm the awesome. fancy scientist.
0: <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. It's been a blast.
1: Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Yay.
0: Get daily mindset strategy and support to grow your business for free. Join our community, the Coaching for Impact community on Facebook. Just go to com slash community to join.